the life that we're going back to in Utah in another week is is different. It's changed. It's it's never going to be the same again. Hello, buenas noches. We are back. Yes, hola. Still here in La Mesa, and we're getting close to ending our time here in La Mesa. So we are pretty excited, and looking back on it, we just wanted to share some of the highs and the lows of this waiting period in La Mesa. Definitely. So today marks the 11th day that we have been in La Mesa. Today marks the 21st day, three straight weeks that we've been here in Colombia. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. In a way, like like time does, it, it seems quickly when you reflect back upon it, but when you're going through it, some of the days seem very long. It's the old adage of the days seem like weeks and the weeks seem like days. Yeah, for sure. So what would be some of the highlights that you would like to share from our time here, Brady? Oh, the highlights of La Mesa. I would say that we've learned some valuable lessons, some the hard way and some like in a positive way, but I would say that uh, things that I, I would say the highlight, the thing that I've loved the most is it was so fun to have family here this last week. Andrea's parents and Brinley, our oldest child, and Mason, our nine-year-old son, flew down and spent the spent about eight days, days yeah. eight, nine days with us here, and they just barely went home yesterday. So I loved that aspect. The other thing that I would say I love is I have loved the relationship that the kids, the Colombian kids have developed with Ridge. Like they've they've kind of found their groove, uh, even though they still can't communicate with They're each other. They're like siblings now, yeah, for No sure. question. <laughs> like giving each other a super hard time. It's so cute. They, they tease all, each other. They tease each other. They, it's so cute. They, um, Rocio in particular calls Ridge, Ridgecito, Ridgecito. Yeah, she's always yelling for him. She'll, she'll be like, downstairs Reed. and he'll be upstairs and we'll just hear her being like read <laughs> it's, so it's the cutest so that's been a fun thing um i would also say that something i've loved about being here is i feel like the i this sounds weird to say it like this but i feel like the kids have become part of our family like that we're at a comfort level where it's not awkward anymore like it's not you know hey you're our kids or we're your parents and Let's figure this out. Like, I feel like we've kind of figured that groove out, at least for the for the first part. Yeah, for the time being, it's been really awesome. And we are in, in a groove where it does feel like we're comfortable with that. And, like, even just going out into the town and people ask questions and the kids are, like, comfortable to be like, yeah, these are my parents mm-hmm. now. And we're comfortable, you know, being like, yeah, these are our kids. And we get some questions occasionally, like today we did. but But it's actually, like it's awesome and it's like bonding for us I think when people question that and we get to talk about that with them definitely definitely there's that saying in adoption that our bond is is stronger than blood and uh, I think that holds true in our situation right now yeah, it's been a lot of fun. We we definitely have had some challenges, though, so I think I will back up and talk about some of those because I feel like it's just, like, kind of back and forth. Like, I have these moments where I'm like, I am like a fish out of water. Like, what am I doing here? I'm so out of my comfort zone. But then you have moments where you're like, 
this is amazing and we're bonding so much and it's like better than I even thought it could be. So I think there's like a lot of ups and downs and back and forth, but like overall it's really good. But you know, you catch like, like right now we're in a great moment cause we're excited. We have our appointment finally tomorrow to be able to finalize the adoption. So we're kind of like on one of those high moments. If we had done this podcast like two days ago, <laughs> it might be a lot different because it was kind of like a low moment of when we were like, we don't even have our appointment yet and we've been here forever and we're running out of things to do and the communication barrier is feeling bigger than ever and we you know had some little issues not big problems really but just like little frustrating issues with technology and like Brady being gone and me not being able to explain to them you know like why they can't get on Facebook and things like that and so I don't know maybe we can do you want to go into those a little more yeah I think so and so yesterday I took all of our family that was going home up to Bogota. So we left really early in the morning and I didn't get back until 11 o'clock. So I was gone all day and Andrea was here with the kids. And Because we couldn't leave. That was, that was one of the challenges. Is like we had wanted to take our family who was here visiting to Bogota, but we actually like are not allowed to leave La Mesa. Yeah, the kids, the Colombian kids have to stay in La Mesa that entire time before the appointment. So Andrea stayed here, which I was excited about because I wanted her to be able to experience on on her own and going to church with them and figuring all that out, which I think they did an amazing job. But we did run into a little bit of an issue with the technology. I would say, so we have internet where we're at, we have Apple TV, and we have laptops. And so we have access to technology, and we have not been great stewards of that for the last couple of, of days as we've been here, I would say, or last week or so. Yeah, I think just, you know, in the beginning, it wasn't an issue at all. But as, like, as we've just been here and, you know, everyone's kind of getting tired of playing the games and just the things that we have to do. So as, as that has happened, we have, like turned more to like in the beginning it just started as we were letting the kids practice their English on my phone and then it turned into then they want to get on the computers and do Duolingo and then they got tired of doing Duolingo and of course they wanted to do like games and just computer and just technology so yeah over the last like it's kind of just crept up on us until it kind of reached I guess the climax yesterday when like I was just here with the kids and they were like getting on Facebook and stuff and I was like oh you cannot do this and it was like frustrating Frustrating being able to try and like explain it to them when I have very limited Spanish. Yeah, so I got home and I came walking in at 11 and both Sandra and John, our oldest, were on the laptops. I'm like, what's going on here? And so we talked about it and um, found out that Sandra actually created a Facebook account before she left and connected with all of her friends and that she had logged in yesterday to... I guess, check in on everything. So it was fine. We didn't address it last night. We had everybody go to bed um, and it was great. Like everybody's good, go to bed. We got up the next morning, this today, and we had a little family meeting where we talked about it and we shared that, that that's actually, as you guys know, a rule that has been asked of us uh, from this, the country that you guys don't have social media and that there, it's a season like multiple years that you don't have social media so that you can fully integrate into the culture in the United States. And we shared that and we talked about just doing hard things and how we recognize that can be frustrating. And I thought it went pretty good. What do you think? Yeah, I feel like they responded well. And 
you know, it's not like it's not like they're not going to respond well to us because we're still, you know, like new in this family relationship and everything. But I really do appreciate how well they do respond and they're so respectful and they have good attitudes about it. So I'm sure that we're going to have to revisit that again and it will come up again. And especially as things get hard, as they are trying to learn a new language and just feeling, you know, they're going to feel lost in a new country and just probably pretty lonely, even though we have this huge family. But um, I'm sure that they will have those moments where, like, they really want to connect to their home and their country and everything in Colombia. And so I'm sure we'll have to revisit it. But I do, I do feel like they responded really well. Yeah, they have been super respectful that way. And also, I'm grateful for Brady. I'm so thankful that he can, like, he's so good at having these hard conversations because they're really difficult for me just even in English. But then <laughs> throw in, like, the language barrier, and it's like, 10 times harder and I just like don't even know how we're going to do it but Brady's actually really good at it so it works out I always say that the sum of unmet expectations equals disappointment and so open and clear communication from the get-go is the best way to go for sure that is one one thing that we have learned while we've been here so it's good yep I want to talk a little bit about our experience yesterday in Bogota. So we went up there. It was Mike and Kayleen, Bryn and Mace, and we uh, went to a Catholic Mass in the morning. There's a church there that where a lot of the kids that we advocate for actually go to church there because it's right next to an orphanage. So I really wanted to see them. And so we went there. Unfortunately, they weren't there. Super disappointed in that, but we got to attend Mass. And then we went and climbed um, Manzarate, which is a big mountain here. It's about 2,300 feet of gain, I think is how much you have to gain there, over about a mile and a half. And so it's straight up the mountain the whole way. Fortunately, they have like stairs and a pathway type of thing. But we climbed up that mountain, we got to the very top, and it's beautiful right then. All these storm clouds came rolling in, and it just dumped like crazy. Luckily, we got to hide in the church until the the showers had passed, and we came back down, had a great dinner, and then headed to the airport where I was going to send off our family. And when we got to the airport, and even leading up to the airport, kind of all day, I would say I just I felt a little... I don't know what the right word is. Sad, um, melancholy. Me- melancholy, yeah, for sure. Melancholy, as Megamind says it. Um, I just felt that. And I could sense that Mason was feeling that. I could sense Bryn was feeling that. And as we were at the airport, when we got there, we had a lot, long time to wait. And me and Mace went in and went and used the restroom and we were walking back out. And I just had my arm around him and asked him, you know, how you doing? And, and he just started crying. And so we stopped right there in the airport and I knelt down and he was crying and I was talking to him and we really didn't need to exchange words. Like we, we know, like I know how he feels because I felt very much the same way. And it's just hard. Like adoption is hard. And it's, it was just one of those moments where it was a very weighty moment, just contemplating for Mace, you know, I'm leaving, I'm leaving my parents here. Um, my life is never going to be the same again. Bryn, I think, was, was feeling that. I know she was. She shared that, that, you know, my life is, is never going to be the same again. And, and I would say I even felt that last night as I reflected back, you know, three weeks ago we left and the life that we're going back to in Utah in another week is, is different. It's changed. It's, it's never going to be the same again. And, and I would say that I felt 
uh, mourning for that last night. I just, I felt that. And it wasn't like a regret. It's not saying, oh man, what have we done? It wasn't that necessarily at all. It was more of just simply a mourning for what has been and knowing that 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 is now past. Um, I also would say I I feel, um, I know we're doing the right thing, but I still feel a guilt for my four children at home that we haven't seen since October 2nd. It's been, and it'll be a month before we see them. And, you know, Nash and Coop and Will and Livy, like my heart just goes out to those kids that their mom and dad are, not there and they're kind of fending for themselves in their own special way right now and it's uh and when we do come home it's going to be different for them it'll be different for them as well and so it uh was kind of a unique unique evening last night for me for sure i think it's getting a lot harder to facetime with our kids that are at home because every time that that we facetime now it's just like it seems like so much has happened, you know, since we have seen them that we just like want to be with them so bad. And so that, that is like something that has become harder and super excited to get home and see those guys and get my hugs from them because I've been missing that a lot. For sure. Yeah, for sure. It is. Um, I did a post this morning about adoption and, and, you know, the title of it was adoption can be tough sometimes. And, and I would say the last little bit has been a little bit tough and it's, amazing to say that because on the other side of the coin as Andrea said it's been the most amazing three weeks ever I mean it is so cool being here in this culture with these kids experiencing what we're experiencing just laughing our heads off at the stuff that we're experiencing and uh and on the very same time it's like super super hard too Mm-hmm. But it is. But yeah, I'm thankful that we get this experience and that we are able to do this. Um, it was awesome yesterday for like Ridge and the Colombian kids and I went to up to town and we went to church there. We, we also went to mass there and it was it was just amazing to um, kind of see the the like responsibility that these kids have, you know, where like, you know, they were kind of taking care of me because my, I don't speak Spanish really good. And so, you know, I kind of was like letting them take the lead on going into church and where we should sit and what we should do. And it was just fun to see that, you know, the, I guess like the pride that they have in being able to do that. And I thought this is kind of amazing. Like this is something that is totally different than the other adoptions that we have had because Cooper and the girls were so much younger when we adopted them and coming into this adoption with children who are very independent is really different and that's been a unique thing to see to see but also it's like it kind of like takes pressure off a little bit because you just know like I like I really feel like my role in this is just to be you know like a supporter and just love these kids and just like whatever we can do to help them and not and but they're not like totally dependent on us if that makes sense because I feel like when you adopt littler kids that you know they're like completely dependent on you to make all of their decisions and these kids like they've already made a lot of their their own decisions are used to doing that and so you don't necessarily have like it's just a different dynamic that way no question we haven't had to bathe them we haven't had to <laughs> feed them <laughs> we don't have to clothe them we don't even have to choose their clothes for them they take care of themselves that way it's pretty awesome and then uh, there's also the balance of just giving them their free agency you know we we we've had to buy a fair amount of clothes just because they needed clothes and it's fun to go and see they, they got their own style I mean you, those that you those pictures that you probably have seen like you can see like 
they got their own style on this and you just allow it to go, you know, and, and you own it. And yeah, it's fun to see, actually. It's really, it's really fun to see. And it's just like awesome to see their personalities and just to be able to like, be like, wow, like I get to be the mom to these kids. Like, I love it. And like the other, a couple nights ago, like Sandra came and gave me an unsolicited hug. And I was like, oh my gosh, like it almost just made me cry because I was like, I love this. Like, I love this girl so much. And it's just fun to like it's amazing really it just kind of like blows my mind that it's real sometimes I'm like wow this is it's almost like surreal and it's just it's really cool that way um but like Brady said like with our other kids here it was great to just see them interact and see how quickly they bond and I feel like it is a little bit harder for the older ones in a way the younger ones just like man it's like it's like fast for them they were like best buddies with Mason and Ridge and the younger ones just like really connected fast and the older ones it didn't happen as fast but like you don't expect it to because they're just in that awkward teenage age and they kind of you know like just it's just different right and so I know that's been kind of a unique thing about this adoption as well how's English coming along for them well, we have been practicing and I am so proud of them. Like, I feel like they're good at remembering the words and it's, I love hearing them practice the words. Like, I love their accents. I hope they never lose their Spanish accents. Um, but but I'm like, I'm proud of them. I, I feel like, I feel like they're going to do just great. Like, I know it's going to be hard, but they can do it. Yeah, I agree. And they are picking up fast and they are studying hard and practicing. And I think once they get to the United States and get fully immersed in English, that it's going to be very quick that they're going to learn and pick up on the language. Yeah, I think I think so as well. And especially for like Rocio, because she's constantly like trying it and she wants to communicate so bad, especially with Ridge, which is hilarious because, you know, he's not a man of many words, but like <laughs> those two have just a really fun relationship right now. And I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, I agree. So what's up next? We, as we shared, tomorrow is the date we meet with the judge and hopefully are able to get our adoption decree finalized and signed they will officially become murray's tomorrow they will officially be adopted tomorrow which will give us the green light for us to go and get all of the passports we have to get both colombian and american passports that's what we'll be doing the rest of the week as well as visas so the rest of the week we'll have appointments with um colombia We'll have appointments with the U.S. Embassy to get our passports and visas. One more doctor's appointment. We have to go back and get the results from their blood tests. Oh, nice. Very good. Also, a super exciting um, thing that has transpired today is I've been working for the last week or so to try and get in touch with the mission president for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints here in Bogota, which thankfully I was able to get in touch and we have a meeting this week to be able to meet on Thursday and talk about the work that we're doing here. So right now there are hundreds and hundreds of missionaries for the church that are throughout the country where all of these orphans are that we're advocating for, uh, many of which have families now that we're going to explore ways to possibly engage with the missionaries to help in service opportunities with these kids that are being adopted and those kids that we hope to be able to be adopted. So exciting things happening right now. Yep. Hopefully things will just keep rolling forward and we'll have some good updates on our next podcast. Very good. Thanks for tuning in. 